I went there planning to live there forever, and I found I didn't like it. Uh, and um, I completely understand. Um, I was a. I was a. Tell me a little uh, bit about. I mean, did, can you hear me now? Yes. Okay. I'm not hearing anything. If you want to, you can take off your mask. The problem is with the connection. What? Uh, no. But it gets to the point where it's somewhat, well, being shut in is depressing. The blue line is gone. Now it's coming back. It's wobbly. Tell us a little. It's wa- oh, is it wobbly? Can you hear me okay now? <laughs> I didn't like it very much either. So the words that you're saying what happens if your life had already kind of quieted down made up of the mundane a breakfast a trip to the mailbox a return to a chair flooded with memories and tears taped up Restitched, a constant reminder of a life lived and a life now. Now I have lots of re- rods and reels that are gonna get rusty. Yeah! So take a seat. Actually, take it all in the space we are in. This is where we are. Homebound. But I have my books, um, I have a car. Uh, I I know a lot of people around here. Right. Do you have people that check in with you regularly? Uh, my realtor does that. Conversations and stories between one of our culture's most underutilized natural resources, our elders, and our culture's juniors, those in search of their own chairs. Young folks whose own stories are just beginning. The following conversations between older adults and younger adults were recorded in a neighborhood, a town, a street, during the first summer and fall of the COVID-19 pandemic. Episode 2, Time. No, it's not much I could say. I, I just would be most happier if I can get closer to to what I had prior to this uh, start of the year, and uh, whatever time I have left, I would like to to have uh, with my family, and and just enjoy them, enjoy them as much as I can, enjoy them as much as I can, enjoy them as much as I can. I, I just feel that I am very lucky. I didn't necessarily figure that out sooner. <laughs> it's something we didn't really have before. We didn't have a lot of time. Now we have to. Now we have to? <laughs> but now, we, our situation is more scattered now. I think the young people today... They're going to do what they want to do. Which I, which, but you're not seeing it through as I've seen it through. They have a right to their opinion, too. too, too. 
I love that. That's like, that's, that's, mama's always right. That's what, that's what my mom always said. Well, I always, I always said I would never say what was said to me so often that because I said so. I'd sit the child down try to explain why I felt that way and get their opinion. And many times they changed mine. They have a right to their opinion too. Did you see that? I mean, as they got older, I mean, as they went to college or went to school, that they kind of formulated their own opinion and, and brought it back to you as the mom? Yes. Uh, you wouldn't know who the mother is now. <laughs> I think the young people today, they're going to do what they want to do, and they're going to say what they want to say. They lied about our education, they didn't tell us who we were. And like, you'll see people like pull their mask down, and I'm like, no, like, this is not right. I think uh, it'd be really cool to do politics and to work on a team that manages crisis. Those are the things that are important to me right now. And they're going to say what they want to say. But I think they need to also look at the people before them and decisions they made and just take a look at it and see if it's something that they agree with. And if they don't, let their voice be heard. That's all I know to say. Which I, which, but you're not seeing it through as I seen it through. I seen it through leader, through leaders. Y'all don't have the day don't have no leaders. So what you are seeing, you said violence and protest. The protest that you are seeing is not even about you fight one thing. This is what I've been seeing on the news: defund the police. What is your other cause? What is your other cause? You know what I'm saying? Because police been beating up on us for years. Yeah, we just talked about that earlier. But we were scared that uh, if you, back then, if you shoot at the police or kill the police, you go into the electric chair or you're dead. That's the way I was raised during my time. So the police had all the respect in all that they was doing. I ain't saying it was right. You had good ones, you had bad ones. But y'all, the generation now are not seeing leaders. And that's what's going to mess this country up. We got this virus floating over us. We got the virus floating over us. Nobody talking about the virus they talk about before the police. You know what I'm saying? Nobody talking about this virus. You know? Yeah, I feel you. Cause like, and also, I think that like my generation, we kind of see leadership differently. Right. Because like, I think like, like um, our generations, they're used to having one central person. They're like, okay, that's MLK. That's Malcolm X. Keep doing this. Keep doing mm-hmm. this. But now we like our situations are more scattered. Now people are not relying on just one person to be our leader. Mm-hmm. We are relying on our own education, mm-hmm. our own passion, and our own things. And that's why things seem a little un- like unorganized. I think. And I think also like um, the Black Lives Matter movement. That's that's specifically to prevent police brutality. But because that's the only like like that's like the main black. Um, movement that we see right now, we expect it to deal with everything, to deal with education, to deal with homelessness, to deal with violence, all these things. But it's like, we don't want to put on 
all reflection on one thing because it's, it's, it's bad for mental health. Um, I've experienced like a lot of my clients passing, passing things, passing things. Yeah, sitting on my couch, and then the next week I get a phone call. She's gone, gone. Why? Because like one thing that I've learned through all this is that because um, I've experienced like a lot of my friends passing and like you nobody's know, like past four years like I like I, I, I experienced a lot of funerals and crazy because like I hadn't been to um, many funerals until I started coming to college mm-hmm. and like every summer I would have to mourn a friend. Right. Um, no, you know, it draws, well, it, it seems to be drawing me and, like, the kids closer and closer. And I mean, we're very close-knit anyway, but it seems to be drawing us, you know, to, I'm just teaching them, and I'm feeling their head, you know, it's just, it's, this crisis now is, you know, to get closer, closer as you can, you know what I'm saying? You don't know, I, I mean, I had a cousin. Oh my God, I had a cousin that worked at the university. I went to call her and her daughter came up here because she had a slight flu and she was gone. And so that was a, you know, it's still, it's still in me. Right. Like, it's a serious matter, you know? Yeah. And the kids have known a couple of other family friends to uh, realize it's hitting and it's, Knocked them out the box. I mean, it's taken them. But for my cousin, I could not still. It's just unbelievable. Yeah. And sitting on my couch, and then the next week, I get a phone call. She's gone. Gone. Why? You know, I just still, it still hasn't hit me yet. I feel like it's it's hard because the way, like, that it's presented to us is just, like, numbers. But when you think of, like, actual people, that are gone it's like it's it's so much more real in that way i had i had i had three wonderful kids one of them passed away from cancer but the other two are still very helpful i'm so sorry betty thank you i could not imagine well, you expect to bury a parent, but you don't expect to bury one of your kids. Yeah. That's hard. That would be very I've finally gotten to the point where I can talk about it without crying. It took me over a year. Wow. Just a year? Well, she's been gone for a year and a half. Wow. And, and this is recent. Well, fairly. I have a wonderful roommate who just recently lost her husband. And I mean, like, just this, this year. So it's, it's, we both understand how it feels to lose somebody you're close to. Oh. Hey, I tell you what, that's one of the, that's one of the things in life that I am most afraid of. Yep. 
we all are. God taught me how fragile life is, right? Life is so fragile. It can be gone today, and it can start today. Has anything happened yet? Yes, yes, yes. So, you know, but I know I'm going to pull through it, and I would have something to say later on in life. Like, I need to do something. <laughs> I feel like being in the house so much this year, I just, I've been thinking, like, I need more things, like, to do. <laughs> I yeah. I was at work a few weeks ago and it was a really, really slow night. I think it was a Wednesday night. So not, not a lot happening at Target on a Wednesday night. And I was just walking around and I was really bored because I had finished all my work. And I was just thinking to myself, I was like, I want to learn how to run. I want to learn how to play the piano. <laughs> and I want to learn how to sew. And I just, I texted it to my mom and I was like, let's see if any of this actually happens. <laughs> but It was just like a list of things all at once. I was like, I need more skills. (laughs) Has anything happened yet? We've lost a lot of things, um, but we've also had more time to read. Um, Yeah. Yeah. And and you'll, um, you'll have tales to tell. Absolutely. Well, everybody is going to. Mm. Uh, nobody has had done this thing. We knew that there were um, uh, uh, some kinds of vice- viruses, but <laughs> but not like this. Right. This is brand new. Yeah, and you'll be talking about your your uh, ideas and what you did for years, you will. And, and if you have children, you will, um, you will tell them about it, mm-hmm. you know, and it's, it's really important that, that kids, uh, 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 know a little bit about the background of their family, the people that that were there before. Mm-hmm. Although that it takes a lot of years for a kid to do that. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it's that is I think the most one of the most frustrating things, and I think you know it's not even just kids. I think it's younger adults. Yes. Tend to disregard the stories yeah. that you have. You know, but I know I'm going to pull it through it, and I would have something to say later on in life to my grandkids, you know. That's about it. No, it's not much I could say. I, I just would be most happier if. I can get closer to to what I had prior to this uh, start of the year, and uh, whatever time I have left, I would like to to have uh, with my family, and and just enjoy them, enjoy them as much as I can. Yeah.
That's lovely. I feel, I mean, I feel the same way. I can get closer to what I had before the pandemic and, and making the most out of my time with my family. Those are the things that are important to me right now. The voices in this episode of Homebound include Tyler Calhoun, Sid Lawrence, Margaret Best, Catherine Coffey Burns, Emily Proctor, Ms. Terry, Eric Bird, Rita Albright, Betty Paulette, and Desmond Robinson and Elder Love. Oh, man. Okay, then, Mr. Love. Mm-hmm. So, I, I'm, I'm very excited to talk to you today. Mm-hmm. Especially because your name got love in it. Okay. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So, love is my favorite thing in the world. Okay? I ain't gonna lie to you. Hey, <laughs> it's my name, and I try to live by. It. <laughs> the homebound creative team includes mixer and maestro Eric Erock Mini, conceptualizer and creative Jessica Decky Alexander. That's me. Production team savants Captain Coffee Burns and Tyler Poff Calhoun. Original music by Erock. Homebound podcast is a project of limelight a little company focused on illuminating big ideas on the stage and through sound. This Homebound podcast is funded in part by Generations United. Special thanks to Abby Lawrence Jacobs, Kerry Steinig, Gilbert House, EMU Family Empowerment Program, and the Ypsilanti Senior Center. In every neighborhood, town, and street, there are worlds within worlds, spanning generations and time. So take some time and connect, catch up, Swap stories and memories, make new ones, even if you're homebound. Interested in having homebound come to your neighborhood and create conversations between olders and youngers? Connect with us at limelightlive.org forward slash homebound. And never miss an episode by subscribing to Homebound wherever you listen to your podcasts. And while you're there, leave a rating and a review to let us know what you think of the show. Keep the conversations going with us on social media. We're Limelight LLC on Facebook and at Homebound Radio on Twitter and Instagram.